Hello everyone, welcome to the Football Betting Podcast. This is your home for tips, insight and discussion to inform your weekly accumulators. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker. Hi guys, welcome to the show, new listeners and old. Uh, great to be back with an EFL special. Uh, the Premier League takes a little bit of a break um, to allow for resting of legs and internationals and a few other bits and bobs. Yep, so we've got pretty much a full fixture list across the Champ, League One, League Two, so still plenty for us to look at today. We are, as ever, sponsored on this show by our friends at matchbook.com, and you can go to Matchbook and use the sign-up code TFBPODCAST and get yourself a £20 money-backers cash sign-up offer, which we'll go into in a bit more detail later on in the show. Um, quick recap on last week, Tom. I feel like we kind of half won <laughs> in yeah. terms of our bomb-proof treble at the end of the show because we we picked, what, Rotherham, Wigan and uh, Forest Green. Forest Green, yeah. The only thing is we went for Rotherham and over 2.5 to boost the odds and that backfired. Got, gre- <laughs> got greedy, didn't we? We got greedy. We yeah. got greedy. <laughs> Managed to pick out uh, three relatively comfortable winners. Wigan were a bit ropey in the second half, but... Mm. Um, still, and uh, Rotherham managed to get a one nil. By all accounts, it was a relatively comfortable one nil. They just didn't have enough to to get those extra goals that we needed. So pick three winners and didn't win any profit. So yeah. that that doesn't happen that often, to be honest. Yeah, so that was a frustrating one, but hopefully, you know, we'll go one better this weekend. Um, but yeah, so we'll crack on with the champ. Everything we're going to read out is taken from Matchbook in terms of the odds. We're going to do decimals as usual uh, and we'll get kicked kicked off, I think, with the first game that is right in front of me on the list. It's Barnsley at home to Bournemouth and I think Bournemouth will win this game. The price at 1.79. Um, I fully appreciate that Bournemouth have been pretty inconsistent for a team that's right near the top of the league recently. Not the most trustworthy, but Barnsley absolutely terrible. Um, I went to the Forest-Barnsley match, as you know, in midweek. Forest won 3-0 and Barnsley were comfortably the worst team I've seen for a long time. They were so bad, so bad. They've got COVID problems, which hasn't helped them, to be fair. Uh, The manager wasn't there because he's also had COVID. So those COVID problems will undoubtedly spill into, into this game this weekend. They're a team, bottom of the league, shot on confidence the fans you know the team sheets go out and the fans are like just you know accepting defeat before the games are even played at the moment and yeah the players look exactly the same way so for me I think Bournemouth will win this one relatively comfortably because Barnsley are just yeah just going straight for the trapdoor into league one because they're they're so poor so so poor and I can't stress that enough how bad they are I mean, uh, obviously, I I watched the uh, the game that you went to live uh, online, and yeah, echo your point. But I wrote down here that Barnsley. I can't remember a team that bad, and that's it's not even just the Forest game, just because we've watched yeah. them. But one win in twenty five, like they are abysmal, like a mid table at best, League One at best. Yeah. I'd say maybe lower reaches. Um, yeah. yeah, they've scored 17 all season, 0.65 goals a game. If they basically, if they if they concede, their average goals for says that they they won't 
get a draw. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. 0.65 goals a game they score. Like So if they concede, the game is pretty much over. And Bournemouth, yeah, as you said, not firing, but second best away record in the league. Not bad. No, definitely. Uh, Who do you like the look of? Uh, I think I'm going to go for a bit of a both teams to score uh, action here. So I've got two things wrote down. I think both teams to score 1.91 between Luton and Blackburn is a good shout. I think you might be able to get over 2.5 at 2.2, but I'm not sure it's worth the risk for the extra extra little uh, pieces of profit there. It's fifth against second in terms of um, goal-scoring charts. So you've got the fifth best in the league in Luton and the second best in Blackburn. Uh, and then I kind of went through the last six games, which I like to do as a sample size, and then had a look at how many teams, uh, how many goals, sorry, each team has scored and conceded on average. So Luton have scored two per game on average in the last six, and they've conceded one per game on average in their last six, so an average score of 2-1. So the Blackburn bit is not as strong, which is why I'm leaning more towards both teams to score uh, rather than over 2.5. Blackburn have scored one and conceded one per game on average in their last six. So their average score would be 1-1. So that would obviously you know, be good enough for both teams to score. I'm not 100% sold on the over 2.5 just because of that exact reason. Um, but, you know, if any team, you know, if I'm confident anyone can do it, it would be Blackburn. Uh, they're just going through a little bit of a slower patch at the moment. They've still got Brereton Diaz. Looks like he's going to be uh, committing his future for the rest of the season, at least, at Ewood Park. So, yeah, when there's Diaz, there's hope. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I like the look of Preston at home to Bristol City. Uh, Preston on the nose at 1.9, but I'm going to squeeze it a little bit more. Uh, Preston to score over 1.5 goals, 2.08. I go for that. You know, they're on a a fairly decent run of form since uh, Ryan Lowe's come into the club, beat West Brom, what, last night? I think it was on Wednesday night, 2-0 at the Hawthorne. So that was another good result for them. Um, I think on the road, Bristol City are so poor at the moment. In the last eight consecutive games away in the league, they've conceded at least two goals. So that's why I think, again, we're going to go for Preston here to score over 1.5 at 2.08. Again, that that relies on Bristol City continuing that trend and conceding two goals again. But, you know, judging on the form that they're in away from home, I can certainly see it. Uh, They've not won any of their last seven games away from home. Losing six, and you know, I'm just looking at the list of away games. Conceded six against Fulham. You know, they've lost to to Sheffield United away, to Coventry, to Birmingham, to West Brom three 0 So they're in some bad form, and I think Preston in their decent form can can get a couple of goals and continue the trend and bring home a good bet above evens. I think. Yeah, I think Bristol City have have kind of taken the handbrake off recently, mm. uh, and they've gone a little bit gung ho. I think they're in that sweet spot where they're not going to go down and there's no pressure to, you know, cement a playoff spot. So they're kind of going a bit gung-ho and, yeah, they're leaving themselves wildly exposed, uh, which is great news for you. Absolutely. Uh, I think we've got to flag up Fulham, but I'm not, I'm not happy with the price. I'm sorry, Matchbook. Well, not Matchbook, the uh, 
the punters on match. But 1.33 they're priced at at home to Blackpool. Um, it won't be, I wouldn't be surprised if they won this, but Mitrovic is doubtful and Blackpool are a good side despite not winning in their last five. Um, yeah, their, their goal scoring is unsustainable and they, they are going to come unstuck one day. Maybe it'll be against Blackpool, who I have a lot of confidence in, in, you know, in a lot of games. Whenever I see a team playing against Blackpool, I normally, I normally think twice before going against the Tangerines. So I think 1.33 is very, very short. But, you know, I would look back at this at five o'clock or whatever and, and probably see a, a 2-0 win for Fulham. I'm just not confident enough. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um Agreed. QPR then, they're at home to Reading. 1.57 is the price for uh, QPR. Uh, I think, you know, up against this Reading side, who are in woeful form, they're in 21st in the league, just above the relegation zone by by two points. Uh, Peterborough, of course, have got a game in hand on them as well. Uh, they've lost five in a row. They've not won in eight. They've not kept a clean sheet for 16 consecutive games. So there's some pretty torrid stats there on Reading's half um, and QPR no loss in six they've won four in a row and I, I don't know about you but I feel like I look at the league table and I know QPR have had a good season but they're, they're what four points off of the automatic promotion places with a game in hand and I think geez you do, they're actually doing a lot better than I give them credit for um, I feel like we've not really backed QPR an awful lot this season on the pod. They've not been a regular fixture, I don't think, that we've been tipping out week after week, but they've certainly been doing something right because they're, they're bang up there with a shout of automatic promotion. Whether I think they'll yeah. actually get it is another question. They're a yeah, team that I'm expecting to fade, but they're not, you know, <laughs> to be fair to them. Yeah, I, I I personally think they're probably nailed on for a playoff spot now as we sit. Whether they can go any further, not 100% sure. And yeah, Reading... I'm with you. I think one thing I will flag up with Reading is we've got to be a bit careful um, as the games come along now because they've been absolutely decimated by injuries. Lucas Joao is back. Swift is back. Remember, Swift was linked with Premier League moves. He was, you know, absolutely on fire to start the season. Rinomoto is on his way. Holmes is on his way. Uh, they're pretty much piecing back together that decent mid-table team that they do have. Um, not all of them are back yet, so you know we can still keep you know kicking them in the nuts whilst whilst they're down. But uh, yeah, we got to be a bit careful as the as the games go on. Uh, yeah, yeah, Middlesbrough. Speaking of you know playoff chasing, uh, promotion chasing, Middlesbrough Coventry. I'm going to back Borough at home two point one. Um, Borough have been really good at home under Wilder. Uh, they've won four games in a row. And they're actually unbeaten against Coventry in 11 games at the Riverside. Uh, that goes all the way back to the 90s. Uh, so <laughs> traditionally a tough place for the Sky Blues to go. Uh, the four teams that they've beat in a row, Bournemouth, Forest, Swansea and Reading. So you can definitely say that Bournemouth and I'd say Forest are better than Coventry. Uh, maybe Swansea and Reading are not. But it just goes to show that Middlesbrough have been putting decent teams away um, at home. And Coventry have improved, you know, they're, they're back on track. But I'm not sure that they are at Middlesbrough's level. 
Um, I think Borough have got way too much for Coventry. I respect that Coventry can be dangerous. But yeah, for me, Borough 2.1 is uh, hard to turn down, to be honest with you. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I agree. Um, just one more for me then. I, I know you agree with this one as well. Comes on Sunday and it's our own team, the Mighty Reds, Nottingham Forest, away at Cardiff City. It's a great price for Forest, I think. 2.7 to get the win. Um, Cardiff are the worst home side officially in the championship. They've won two of their 12 games at home, losing nine. Uh, they've only scored nine goals in those 12 games as well. So a torrid record at home. Uh, Forest, we know, very good away there. They've got the fourth best record away from home. Much better away, uh, typically, over the course of the season than at home. Knocking on the door of the playoffs, full of confidence. Um, four wins on, on the bounce. Yeah, what, one point off the playoffs now. So I think the momentum that Forrest have got c- can continue against its poor Cardiff side. Cardiff haven't kept a clean sheet in 26 consecutive games. That's It's really poor uh, defensively. Horrendous. Yeah, horrendous stat, that is. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just think the form that Forrest are in, it's another boost that we're going to be keeping Brennan Johnson by the looks of things, despite Brentford bidding the best part of 20 million touch, for him. A real wood. statement of intent, I think. Yeah, touch, touch all the wood. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's a real statement of intent, I think, from from the from the management and the hierarchy at Forest to say, you know, we believe in this team and we believe that we've got a, a fantastic shot, the best shot potentially for the best part of 10 plus years since Billy Davis was in charge of, of going up this season. So, yeah, um, I think we can continue our, our upward momentum and, and get another win. And at 2.7, we're going to gobble that up. Yeah, championship price or maybe jet overall price of the weekend, I think. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't have too much to add, you know, other than, you know, since Steve Cooper came in, only Fulham have, have got more points than Forrest. Um, in his time and yeah they have a 100% record so far in 2022 unbeaten all year so yeah it's uh it's it's looking like a great price and also uh, I think we are still getting Forest as you know a maybe team like I feel like Forest are priced up as a mid-table team on a really good run rather than like a promotion contender Maybe yeah. we are. Maybe we fade away the second half of the season. I don't know. Uh, but it doesn't look likely. Uh, Forrest looking really good. I'm going to jump back to Saturday just quick. Um, I did have one more. Um, and it comes in the shape of Sheffield United. They're away at Peterborough. 2.0. So bang on even money. This is more about Peterborough. Um, they're con- Tom, they're conceding 2.5 goals a game at the moment over their last six. Like it That's is, a problem. Yeah, it's a huge issue. <laughs> um, I keep repeating myself. Every week I tell everyone that Peterborough have got the worst defence in the league, but I have to mention that because we've just said that Barnsley are like this unbelievably bad side. Peterborough have, have conceded miles more goals than Barnsley have. Um, and yeah, they've had some really crushing results recently. Um, 4-1 loss against Coventry at home. They got absolutely papped. Uh, A 3-0 loss against West Brom, in which home fans describe Posh's performance as one of the worst ever that they've ever seen at the Hawthorns in their lifetime. 
not good. And then uh, they went to try and get their second away win of the season and somehow threw away a 2-0 lead at Birmingham with six minutes to go in midweek. Like, it's just not a good place to be at the moment. Fans are starting to question Darren Ferguson, Darren McAntony, obviously someone that me and you like, Tom, but I don't know if I'd want him running my club. I just like looking at him from afar. Um, And yeah, he's coming out on all his channels saying, you know, people are doubting our greatest ever manager. You know, I'd like to see them in the hot seat. It just seems a bit, you know, a bit like a circus at the moment. And Sheffield United have had a wobble, but they feel, to me, a draw at Preston and a win against Luton in their last two shows me that there's signs there. Um, So I wouldn't be surprised if I, you know, five o'clock saw Sheffield United won this 2-0. Yeah, no, not at all. I agree. Darren McAntony has absolute unwavering faith in in Darren Ferguson. Loves him, doesn't he? I remember him saying on on his podcast that he'd rather get rid of the entire squad before he got rid of Ferguson in charge of the club. (laughs) And it's like Barry Fry as well. Like Barry Fry was... um, he was chanting Birmingham City songs with the Birmingham fans, right? This is Peterborough's director of football when they were playing there the other night. The fans are fuming, right? They're, they're staring at relegation. You know, oh, it's not nice to see your, uh, it's not nice to see your, you know, director of football in bed with the enemy, basically. Mm. Darren McCann came out on Twitter. He's a Birmingham legend. Leave him alone. Like it just, he's he's very loyal to uh, to those yeah. that have done done well in the past for him. Fair play, yeah. yeah, yeah, very. And I think from a just from a neutral point of view, it's fascinating to listen to it to the insights that you get. Yeah, on the runnings of a football club and the thinkings of a of a chairman and an owner and and whatever. But yeah, certainly if the players are listening to him on social media on the podcast, then God knows what they're going to be thinking. It can't be great for their morale. Yeah, I, I can't imagine, you know, looking around the league and you see managers leaving, right? Let's take uh, let's take Norwich City in the Prem, right? They're struggling. They get rid of Farker. They bring Smith in. They might still go down, but they do look better for mm. it. And imagine looking at that situation, looking at your own and thinking, mm. our chairman has said he'd rather sell all of us than get rid of the guy in charge and try something new. So... Then you start thinking, well, he's untouchable. So, and then it, you know, the mental side of it comes in. You start doubting all this stuff. So, yeah, it can't be good. Long story short, Sheffield United, if they're up for it, they should be able to get a win. Yeah, definitely. Okay, uh, does that wrap up the championship then? Yeah, if you can uh, tell the profit chasers about an exciting opportunity with Matchbook, that would be absolutely great. Yeah, so as we touched on at the start of the pod, um, you can join Matchbook using the, the sign-up code TFB Podcast. Uh, when you do the registration, what that gets you is a £20 money-back as cash offer. So if you deposit £25 into your Matchbook account when you sign up using that code, the first £20 that you spend, you can get money back as cash. And one of the beautiful things that Matchbook had done for us is they put together a pre-made bomb-proof treble that we're going to read out at the end of this show, as we do at the end of every show. Um, and that is going to be industry best priced. So this one we've got this week is a real humdinger. It's a fantastic price. <laughs> it's way better than any price from uh, usual sports books, Bet365, Skybet, William Hill, whatever. 
Um, yeah, so Matchbook are pricing it up, pre-making it, pricing up at the best price possible to beat out the competition. And you can bet your £20 money back as cash, free bet essentially, on our bomb-proof treble. So the odds, spoiler alert, the odds this week are what, 9.4? So yep. you can go out, sign up to Matchbook with the promo code, bet the £20 risk-free on the bomb-proof treble at odds of 9.4. If it wins, great. You're what, 180 quid up. If it loses, you get your 20 quid back as cash. So, yeah, it's a, for me, it's a no-brainer. It's a fantastic opportunity to try out Matchbook. Uh, usually the best price odds in terms of games in general. Um, yeah, so please do check it out and help support the pod. Yeah, amazing product, amazing people as well. I uh, really enjoy working with Matchbook. League One, Tom. Uh, I'm going to get us kicked off with Wigan Athletic. Mm. They they have a bit of a weird game for me here. I feel like if, if you look at the stats, so if you go stats alone, Wigan, by the way, away at Cheltenham, if you go stats alone, it's all Wigan. It's all Wigan. Uh, but if you read reports, if you trust the eye and the knowledge and the opinion of other people, other podcasts, fans, etc. You'll know that Cheltenham are just basically just getting, you know, they're not getting the rubber to green at the moment. And the fact they haven't won in 10 looks horrendous on the surface. But by all accounts, they're playing pretty well. They're just not getting the, uh, getting the win or that, you know, things aren't dropping for them. And, you know, Wigan haven't lost in 12 away games. They've won six in a row. They're top level and points with Sunderland, having played four less games. Uh, they're looking like an absolute juggernaut, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cheltenham are going to win soon. And it might be this weekend. It might not be. I can't look at the form of these two and not back Wigan. But I just wanted to throw out that little flag that Cheltenham are actually doing a little bit, little bit better than the stats tell you. Yep. No, I like that. <clears throat> That's uh it's a good, good pick. I think we're going, I think we're going to win, like you say, but um, another thing I noticed about Wigan, actually nine consecutive league games have been both teams to score. So mm. that might be something else you want to look into because um, it's happened a lot recently. Uh, Wigan have tended to win the vast majority of those games. That's why they're top with games in hand, but yeah, they're not completely foolproof at the back. They have been been shipping the odd goal, but certainly capable of outscoring the opposition as we've been seeing in recent weeks. Um, for me, I've one of the things that leapt out off the page for me in in League One is a game that's going to be an absolute bore fest. I think <laughs> if if the stats are anything to go by, we're going to go for under two point five goals, which is priced at one point seven two in the game between AFC Wimbledon and Shrewsbury. So uh, AFC Wimbledon, no wins in eight consecutive games. They've scored one goal in seven consecutive games. So on no sort of goal-scoring form whatsoever. Uh, Shrewsbury, on the other hand, they've not won in four consecutive games. They've scored one goal in five league games. So again, two two sides, extremely, extremely goal-shy. And as you'd expect... In AFC Wimbledon's game, six out, uh, six out of six have been under 2.5. Shrewsbury, five out of six have been under 
and head-to-head, four of the last five have also been under 2.5. So here, all stats, all roads, point to under 2.5 again. 1.72 is the price. Get you. If you're a season ticket holder for AFC Wimbledon or you follow Shrewsbury on the road, just go to B&Q with the missus or just... <laughs> Do, Go out for a lovely meal or something. Yeah, do, just do anything other than watch that. Uh, but no, all seriously, all seriously, Tom, you do your research so the profit chasers don't have to. Absolutely fantastic stuff, that is. Thank you, sir. Um, my, my one is not as thoughtful, uh, and it's a bad price as well. Rotherham, <laughs> 1.58, they're away at crew. It's, it's a really short price, but then again, it is 22nd against third. And, you know, again, banging the same drum. So I do apologize to regular listeners. Wherever Rotherham are, no matter the form, no matter who they're playing, I, I think they can win that game. I don't see any reason, despite Rotherham being a bit wobbly at the moment. And when I say wobbly, like this, they're still winning games or they're still getting a, a draw here, there, and everywhere. They're just not completely bulldozing people which which they they were around christmas time um yeah this this crew team is you know there's not all that uh, the 4th of january these two played each other in the pizza cup at gretzy road and rotherham won 4-2 so maybe that's a uh, a little omen it was only what two weeks ago so a nice repeat of that would be great 1.58 is a little short but i do understand why yeah, um, I had another little addition to this one, actually. You could probably get uh, Rotherham to win and both teams to score. Um, I also looked at both teams to score just on the nose. That's 1.83. Uh, eight consecutive games between these two sides have been both teams to score. Rotherham and Crew have both only kept one clean sheet in their last seven games as well. So... Uh, neither of them can can defend pretty well at the moment. And historically, there's been goals in this fixture. As you mentioned in the Pizza Cup, you know, high-scoring games. So, yeah, yeah, could be another one in store here. Anything um, else for you from uh, from League One? Uh, I toyed with Lincoln. Yeah. And that's probably same, about it. Same. 2.2 they are against Burton. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is mainly... Not because Burton are particularly bad, you know, they're they're a decent little outfit, kind of win one, lose one, draw one kind of form. But I'm just impressed with Lincoln's recent victories. Um, they've won three of the last four with those three wins coming against Sunderland, Plymouth and Oxford. So that's what three of your top seven sides yeah. in the league. And because of that, you know, if they're beating those sides... You can certainly beat Burton at home if you continue in that strong run of form. And well, that's where I was going at. We've been waiting for this. I know they mm. lost Brennan Johnson, Morgan Rogers, and uh, Grant in the summer. And they were huge players for yeah. Lincoln, huge players. So I, I had a feeling they wouldn't be, you know, as, you know, playoff finalists. I didn't think so this year, but I thought they'd be around the playoffs for sure. Um, so I have been waiting for this. They've brought in a couple of additions in January and, you know, they've got one of the best managers in the league in Michael Appleton, in my opinion. And yeah, it looks like they uh, have got it together. Is it too late for the playoffs? I'd say yes. Um, but, you know, a strong finish to the 
to the season might be in store for the Imps. Yeah, definitely. Uh, League two then, shall we? Yeah, and to be honest with you, I've only got one, and I know it's your one, so I'm happy to kind of put my feet up here and, and, and let you take <laughs> no, it no. away with uh, with Mansfield. No, no, I've got I've got another one. Right. Okay. Well, why don't you why don't you go first then? Because I've just yeah. ruined ruined uh, one of the tips. So after you, maybe the profit chasers um, will forget by the time I come around. Well, I haven't got an awful lot to say on this one, to be honest. But <laughs> um, Exeter one point eight at home to Hartlepool. We're jumping back in back in bed with Exeter after abandoning them for about <laughs> six or seven weeks. Um, I'm just looking at this game, Exeter. You know they've won the last two games out of three. Uh, they kept clean three clean sheets in a row, including a nil-nil against Forest Green. Um, they're starting to turn around their poor form that they've been on. That saw them drop out of the playoffs. Uh, just on the fringes now in eighth place. But yeah, I think the last couple of victories that they've, that they've had to nil stands them in good stead to get another victory this weekend against Hartlepool who are the worst away side, as we've covered before. They're the worst away side in League Two. Uh, They've won one out of their 13 away games so far this season, conceding 25 goals in those 13 games. So just a tiny bit under two goals a game on average away from home. So, yeah, I think if the classic Hartlepool away form continues, Exeter should get a, a fairly routine win here. Long old way as well. It is. It's a long mm. way. And I can't imagine Hartlepool travel by private jet. So Yeah, that's a good very good point. That yeah. is a, it's a very long way. Long way. <laughs> um yeah, so let's talk about Mansfield then. Uh they are against Leighton Orient. Uh they're priced at two point three four. And yeah, this is your classic on form team against your not on form team. Uh, Mansfield. I've got to say that have we have we missed something? We've like, not. Why are why are Mansfield two point three four? Because that price looks incredible. It's for, the not, for what it's you're going to read Forrest. out. Yeah, okay. I know. it's the same yeah. as Forest, right? They get they're getting priced up as this mid table team on a good run, rather than like a playoff chasing team. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I, you know, I just see Exeter at one point eight, and then Mansfield at two point three four. I know. Mansfield what would you rather? Miles that? better form. Miles <laughs> yeah. better. Yeah, and you know, Mansfield miles better form. They've they've shot up to seventh, which you know, if you're not a League Two connoisseur, is a playoff spot. So that's the last playoff spot. Um, so they're in there at the moment under uh, Clough the Magic Dragon, and they have lost one. Of the last six, they've winning five of them. They've won three in a row. Blah blah blah. They're just absolutely on fire, especially at Field Mill. Uh, which uh, is that the still the same name, or is it the One Call Community Stadium? I don't know. One Call, I think. No. One Call. Yeah. Showing our age again with Field Mill. <laughs> Field Mill. <laughs> um, and they've got basically on paper the perfect opponents. You know, Leighton Orient, their home record. It is sticky, but it's certainly not amazing. They won one, lost three. They have drew seven. So that is that is as sticky as it gets, pretty much. So that scares me a bit. 
but they haven't won any of the last seven on the road, right? So those draws and wins uh, at the start of the season, the last seven, they've just been getting uh, they've just been getting beat and stuff. So yeah, and then Leighton Orient, uh, they haven't won in their last five games in all competitions, home or away. So they're they're kind of all over the place at the moment. And Mansfield, I'd say probably apart from Forest Green, just because I think. Forest Green are head and shoulders away, the best team in the league. This is probably the second least place you want to go in the Definitely. entire division. Uh, so Definitely. for Mansfield to be priced higher than evens, you know, them and Forest in a treble, you know, you're looking at two promotion uh, chasing teams priced as mid-table sides against two teams struggling. Might be a good little bet, that. Uh, du- double. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just can't comprehend. If you read it out and I missed it, yeah, apologies. But ten wins in the last eleven Mansfield games, mm. and I can't. When you've got a team on that run, two point three four, I can't comprehend it. To be can't honest, can't turn it down, it. can you? Yeah, can't turn it down. <laughs> can't turn it down. And they'll yeah. they'll probably lose. To be honest, you know, you see you see the form, you see the price is too good. It's going to be too good to be true in it, but what? we're going to go for it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get sucked into the uh, the Venus yeah. fly trap, aren't we? Yeah. Big time. Um, well, that's a good segue. Let's talk about this week's treble then. Uh, as you mentioned, highly boosted, like an absolute rocket into the stratosphere of boosting. 9.4 this is. Uh, I think we, at the time of recording, Tom, uh, which is late Thursday night, it is, uh, what, 7.3 with competitors? Um, I think it's 7.42 with Bet365. Yeah. So uh, I can tell you exactly what it is because I'm going to do them all right now. Uh, yeah, you got 7.97 with William Hill, 7.97 again with Betfair. 8.02 with Coral, same with Sky Bear, Labbrooks, 7.95. So, yeah, uh, 9.4 for the same treble with Matchbook. You're getting massively, massively better odds here. Yeah, if you have any faith in us and, and this treble, then the place to be is Matchbook. And remember, you've got the uh, money back as cash offer in your back pocket if you are not yet a customer. Uh, so, we're going to read this out and kind of uh, whet the appetite for the weekend because we're giving it a right old build-up, <laughs> to yeah, be we <laughs> <laughs> So we are going to back QPR at home to Reading. We're going to back Mansfield at home to Leighton Orient. And we are going to roll it to Sunday and put it in the hands, hopefully, of Nottingham Forest away at Cardiff. 9.4, tremendous value. Definitely, definitely. Huge value, huge potential. I think it's three three teams in in very good form against three teams in terrible form. So <laughs> it is. You know, it is. Sometimes you can see odds of like nine point four and be a bit scared by it, thinking it's a bit risky. But yeah. the justifications there, stats yeah. are there. So you know why not? You'd expect us for nine point four to have like a relegation team to to pull off a win that we've decided is going to happen. But no, yeah, yeah. all teams towards the top, all chasing promotion. As you said, 
playing against uh, mid-table or lower. Yeah, definitely. Exciting, exciting indeed. Uh, less exciting, fantasy football. <laughs> Yikes. Um, Honestly, the worst, fair, worst part of the show. I've I've broken into the top 100 Respect. Now, I'm actually pretty I'm delighted about. Mm. <laughs> you should be. Yeah, yeah. I got 52 points this week. That's good. You got? Do 20. I, can I ask? 20. 20? 20. <laughs> yeah, 20. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so okay. not, not, we the best. That. Uh, <laughs> not the best. So um, we'll go through the top 10. Obviously, with the with no Premier League, this will be the last um, fantasy football section we do on the pod for a couple of weeks, which I'm sure you're, you'll be pleased about. Um, so, yeah, it, in 10th place, we've got Alpha M9K. Then 9th, David Doherty. Then Charlie Donnelly, Casper. Kaspar's Graver, Sam Barnard, Chris Hindle, Oliver Hogpen, Luke Stevens, David Brown, and still top is Chantel Crookshanks uh, with Haven't Jot a Clue. Uh, she's on 1,482 points. To be fair, mate, she only got 23 points. So well, there you go. That so makes you feel better. So basically, I'm just as good as top of the table, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty just much. A, just a bit off and about 251 places. Um, but yeah if you do want to join our league there is plenty of time to do so still and if you've got a team with the official fancy premier league uh, website app then you'll join at your rightful spot so you won't just be at the bottom so you can tweet us for the league code t underscore fb podcast please also give us a follow uh you're missing out on Tuesday Twitter tips. You're missing out on a bit of discussion, a couple of memes, a couple of, you know, just general uh, general posts that people seem to find interesting. So definitely join that uh, and help us on road to 2K uh, as we close in on 2,000 followers. Yeah, that would be really appreciated. And if you can take the time to leave a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcast, that would also be really good. Um, and of course, please do check out Matchbook. Take advantage of that £20 money back as cash offer. Uh, you don't have to put it on our, our bomb-proof travel. You can put it on whatever you want. Right? It doesn't even have to be on football. Um, it can be on horse racing or whatever as well. So, yeah, just check that out if you, if you can. That would be really appreciated. Yeah, thank you, guys. Enjoy the show and we'll speak soon. Bye-bye.